the go home show. It's the go home show. Yep, pay per views this weekend. So ROH programming this week is going to be slightly different and both enjoyable and disappointing in equal measure because what you're going to get is you know they've been pushing the pure championship and all of that and um, that's been so successful for them during lockdown that's great I I'm aware that there's more wrestling in inverted commas sports entertainment if you like coming back and that will happen for the um, for the final battle pay-per-view at the weekend I have to say the, the promos that they produced here, a little package in the middle of this, for the final battle, were great. Quite tasty, and I'll be watching. Really looking forward to it. But that did mean that this programme pandered to it somewhat, and we know that happens with go-home shows. So, you know, you've got um, Bennett and Taven backstage just after last week's attack by Bateman and... Um, Oh, what's he called? Vincent. Vincent. See how over he is? Anyway, they're backstage. Bennett's had his knee hurt. There's no doctors around or anything. No one's rushing up and saying, Bennett, are you all right? Are you all right, Mike? Would you need some help? So they're interviewed. Bennett's a good promo. Taven's. Taven. You know, they're coming together to work. And I think it would be nice to see Bennett give... Uh, pull something out of Taven because I think he's really ordinary and always have interesting to see though now then first match it's the Bouncers the Bouncers versus Mark Briscoe and PCO because of course Jay Briscoe is off looking for that Charisma Black Hole P uh, EC3 I've even forgotten him God, if only I could completely forget him and they're going to fight at final battle. So he's had to go out and find his own tag team partner. And that happens to be PCO, who I get the shtick of, but I'm not completely over on him, you know. Pierre Carlulet, not particularly completely over on him. But anyway, the bouncers are interviewed and have a really nice, gentle, not a shouting promo. It's good. Brian Malonis looks different. He's got a full beard now, but he looks... Perhaps to have gained a bit of weight, actually. And he looks a bit cuddlier in the face. Whereas the Beer City Bruiser looks to have dropped a bit of weight. Very interesting to see what people are doing during lockdown. Then Mark Briscoe's in there. He does a great promo. PCO's not great. He does the kind of close-up to the camera. I'm a bit unhinged thing, which we've seen so often. But the match actually was okay. First of all... Mark Briscoe comes down, kneels in the corner. Who's he praying to? Is he praying? Is it the God of Wrestling? Is it Luthes? Is it Buddy Rogers, maybe? Maybe it's Duke the Dubster Drosa. Anyway, this is actually a nice, as I say, a nice match. Early on, they uh, shake hands and uh, Mark Briscoe says, beers afterwards, beers afterwards. It's really, <laughs> which is lovely to say uh, and to see. Bruiser early on just enjoys Mark Briscoe's fists. He enjoys being punched, which he said in the interview is the reason why he's here. No reason to be here if you don't enjoy that kind of physical altercation. Malones gets in with PCO. Malones misses misses a splash. PCO is even slower than he has been 
in the past, and I know he's an older guy, and that's part of his shtick. He misses something off the top rope, and actually, he takes a, and he's well known for this as well as we know. Takes a big tumble. He's asking Mark to hold, um, to hold the Beer City Bruiser half in and half out of the ring. So he jumps from the top rope to the outside. Beer City Bruiser out the way. Nobody home, and he hits the apron with his back on the way down, just to give him a bit more pain. There's a lovely spot where Mark, and we've seen it so often, but Mark sets the chair up in the corner, uses it to leap onto the over the turnbuckles at his two opponents. But it ends with a urinagi from Mark, a PCO salt from, well, I don't need to tell you, for a pin. Not bad at all. Nice physical match to start with. Nice to ease us in there. And now we've got a pure championship match. And remember I said last week, Flip Gordon came out to commentate on one of the pure matches, on the pure match last week, because he'll be facing pure champion Jonathan Gresham at the pay-per-view. And he, and as he said on the, on the commentary, I was really not very happy that I wasn't asked to be in the pure wrestling tournament. No, you weren't asked, and yet here you are fighting for the championship. Why would that be? Where are the rules? What are the rules? They're made to be broken, but are there any? And I thought maybe it's because he was injured during lockdown. But no, because in his promo, we see that he's been working out during lockdown. He's been to New Japan Pro Wrestling for a for a strong card. We see all of that. He's really bigged up in his promo, nicely dressed in a nice suit, nice tie that contrasts against his blue shirt and suit very nice. But I'm not sure about this because he's fighting Josh the Goods Woods. If anybody in the pure tournament should be in that final, because you can't put um, hot sauce in there because he's a foundation member. If anybody deserves it, it is Josh Woods. He beat Jay Lethal during that tournament. Anyway. He points out at the end, which is quite good, that, you know, the clue's in the title. Flip's a great wrestler, but he likes to flip around. He does like to do that. And that doesn't belong in a pure match. He is right. Anyway, Flip comes down to the ring with his mercenary, the gas mask stuff on there. And this is quite a good match. But, you know, it's not really a pure wrestling match. We don't have that pure wrestling ethos that pure wrestling feel. It's more of a pure crossed with um, a wrestling entertainment match. It's got grappling in it. Early on, you know, they transition very well. Um, Wood's very calm in there, getting through the transitions. But um, but Gordon transitioning well, since in a headlock, um, he kind of pushes the wrestling with some drop kicks to get in charge there. And at one point he uses the, the, the rope to attack um, Woods, and that's his second rope break. Woods comes back with a nice belly to belly, smiling all the while. There's a, a, a Gordon moonsault, Samoan drop. So it, it, it looked beautiful, really snapped. It was wonderful to see. There's a superplex that puts both men down. Woods comes back with a Dr. Bob, which looks fabulous. And then there is another, another Gordon moonsault for a long two. But it ends with quite a bad way. 
Yes, a face-first slam, flapjack-type manoeuvre from Gordon, comes off the ropes, doesn't really stomp Wood's head, he misses it, stomps his neck so doesn't get all of it. That's the pin. So yes, I understand that you need to put Flip over because he's fighting on the pay-per-view, but you've just jobbed Woods out, who is a great pure wrestler, in a pure wrestling match. That doesn't seem right. Woods will come again, of course he will, and they should be pushing him like Billy because he has a lovely easy charisma and he can really wrestle. What this means for Silas Young, I do not know. But it just seemed as though this was a sort of hybrid sports entertainment and pure wrestling match to accommodate Flip. And I, and I want Flip to be accommodated. I like him as a wrestler. I like his, his personality. I, I, I think he, he's a good wrestler, but I just don't want to see the pure wrestling ethos sullied because you want to put somebody over. And don't put him over Woods. And don't do it in such a half-arsed, warmed-over way. So disappointing. And yet this programme was good entertainment. Great wrestlers, good promos, not too much wrestling angles. Tag match was a fabulous hard-hitting affair. The pure wrestling match, which was more of a wrestling match, was good to see. So as a go-home show, I guess it worked. I just can't help being a little peeved. And so it's a three and a half out of five because, God damn it, you messed it up at the end. But that won't stop me watching the pay-per-view and it won't stop me telling you that ROH is still a fantastic wrestling programme week after week. Ta-ta.